So you put a book in front of your child and you want them to read it. And they're just like cringing. They need to go play a video game. They want to get on a device. How in the world are you going to get this child to read and get excited about the book? And not only that, I have an additional little tip for you today. I'm not just going to show you how you can get them to read that book, but I'm going to show you exactly how you can get them to know what the whole book is about before they even open and read a line. Stay tuned for more. Hello, assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, the podcast where we are empowering women to grow and thrive. I don't know if you have figured it out yet, but my voice is going. But you know, I'm the only one who has my voice and I need to put out a podcast on Monday because that's when I always put it out for you guys. So you can see here, I am working through my struggles just for you. So what I might do is I might record this podcast and re-record it just for the sake of not torturing you by making you listen to my voice in the state. But I just wanted you to know how committed I am to you and giving you exactly what you ask for and what you need and being super consistent and and how I approach things because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he loves the consistent deeds and this is what I'm trying to do, be super consistent. There is the pitter-patter of rain, there is my oh-so-scratchy voice, but please bear with me today, folks, and inshallah. I promise to deliver something that is worth your while. If you don't already know me, my name is Mindful Muslima, and I put across content for um, anything for mindful living under the sunnah. Now, I know I promise you guys I am doing a um, love series, and I am this whole month so so pumped because it is going to be great. I am doing Facebook lives um, every Friday. I'm going to do one this Friday inshallah at 7pm. I'm going to be putting the link soon on my IG story and posting it within my show notes for the next um, love uh, podcast that I do so you can go and see me there. And inshallah um the other thing is we're doing a super fun challenge, a five-part challenge. So even if you're a parent, um, you might want to pay attention to this because you have children that are going to have to be married. And all this content is specifically for people who are looking to get married, people who have to marry their children, or people who are neither of the the, the sort, and they just really want to like advise a friend. We all have friends who are looking for love or maybe a cousin or a niece or something. So it's for all that. We're going to have a pop-up challenge, $250 prize, super excited. Um, I actually am launching also um, the Muslim Marriage Lab was going to give you tons of information on exactly how to find a spouse, how to deal with family stuff when it comes to that, how to deal with cultural stuff, how to actually do it the halal way, how to do it by the sunnah, tons and tons of info. But today, today specifically, because our audience is so varied, we also have people that are already married that might not um, want only content on that. I am going to sprinkle in between, so I'm going to do every other podcast on love and sprinkle in between some regular organizational stuff or parenting stuff or homeschooling stuff that could everyone else can benefit from as well. So today I want to tell you there is a problem in our community about um, getting our children to read. It's really hard now because of technology, um, kind of you know how things have transposed with that where a lot of children, they just do not want to pick up a book. And parents are struggling. And guys, in the Quran, Allah, actually the first order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to his Rasul, you know, to the Prophet, peace be upon him, was Iqra. Iqra means read. Now, for a long time, I've meditated on why exactly Allah would choose that. And I've heard many, you know, instances from scholars. But even from my own experience as being an educator, um, 
of 20 years and teaching thousands and thousands of students and teachers, I have realized that if you cannot read, you cannot access a lot of things. If you cannot, reading is in every subject, math, science, English, social studies, history or whatever. And so if your child is not reading, he's blocking himself off of tons of content. And then think outside of that, the, the, the Quran, uh, you know, Islamic books, um, everything under the sun, reading is a fundamental skill that is what is going to increase the believer and make them closer to their Rabb, closer to their Lord, but also to get, make them contribute to their family and to society. So reading is like the hugest thing you need to get your child to care about. And unfortunately, right now, children just simply are not caring because of the bombardment of um, all these devices. So what can we do? That's why I'm here today. So inshallah ta'ala, I'm going to tell you what I do when I put a book in front of my child, exactly how I get them to want to read it, and how I get them just as a bonus for you guys, how I get them to know exactly, exactly what the whole book's about before they even read a line. So if you stay to the end, you're definitely going to get that information as well. I'm going to give you those two today, inshallah ta'ala. Okay, so the first rule of thumb for your child and getting them to want to read a book is you really, really have to know their preferences. Sometimes parents just slap things in front of their kids and they're like, we're going to read this today. It really doesn't go over well because we want our children to love reading. Now, yes, you're like, well, all he wants to read is about snakes and I know that's not the only thing he needs to read. Yes, but my first suggestion is get them to love reading on in times when they're not forced to read something. So if there's a particular school thing they have to do, using that school thing that, they, that they're not interested in, that's a whole other conversation for, for if you're a homeschooler or you're a parent in, with kids in, in class about choice. But for now what I'll say is don't choose those times to get them excited about reading because they're already not happy about the topic. Try to go and ask them and find out their preferences. I want you to think about it like yourself. Um, I had a daughter that she, um, she actually always loved reading, but, um, she would read and, and she'd have no problem with it. But then I had another daughter who was like not interested at first. So I would be like, Oh, you know, what are you interested in? So I found out she liked this and that and, and, and particularly th- different things at the time. Maybe it was like a, a butterflies or cooking or like whatever it was. And I would just go to the library and either get free books or go to the bookstore back when people still did that, right? And just give her tons of books. I got her so excited. She saw the possibility of reading, the enjoyment it could bring her. So the first thing you need to do is hook them in on a topic that they already love. So the first thing is care about their choice and make sure you don't hook them in on things that they're already not interested. That's not the time to get them to love to read. It's not going to happen, right? Second thing is you need to love reading yourself. Like any other habit, the child needs to see you doing it. So I make sure I'm super excited about books. There's books all over my house. People say, now if you're not a reader and you're not into reading, you got to fake it, guys. I'm sorry to say that. You got to do something where you're exposing the child to reading and that you're doing it. Otherwise, why would they want to read? If mommy never reads and mommy's always on her phone, do you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's not going to work. The children do as we do, not as we say. So the, the first thing is you need to get them, find out what their preferences are, spend time with your child and ask. I cannot tell you how many parents do not know what their children even like. They have an idea, but when it comes to books, you have to also know. And you might want to take them for a walk to the bookstore and get them enticed and all that stuff like that. But show, open them up to the world of books. I love Borders. I don't know what you guys have where you're living, but I love Borders Bookstore. I always go in there and I just like, my kids saw 
me since I'm a, since they're young, just bringing them in there and being excited about books. I'm always in, in stores or, or having books around. I also do, um, so the second thing is that, you know, you need to also make sure that um, your child sees you actually reading. It's super important. We can't just tell them to do things that we are not going to do ourselves. okay? And the third thing, okay, so the third thing, the trick that I use is you have to know the book yourself first and thumb through the book and find out what parts of the book are going to be exciting. So I usually use a book walk and that's um, something I'm going to bring for you today. I use a tool called the book walk and it's actually something that all great readers should do every time they pick up a book. You might have done this yourself when you just might like totally unconsciously every time you get a book you might naturally peruse and do a book walk but for children they have to actually be taught to do a book walk. Now I'm not expecting you to make a whole lesson, forgive me guys my voice, how to do a whole lesson so I made something for you. It's a little sheet, just a one-page sheet, and it has six boxes, and it shows them the six steps, like they're walking, they're walking through the book. And I'm just going to tell you what the six steps are today. So the first one is I put it next to the book, and by the way, when I do this, guys, I'm super excited. I will model a book walk with my own book and tell them how excited I am, or I'll model the book walk with another book I think they'll like, but your energy has to be high. So number three is if you're going to show them and, and, and get them, like, into the book like once you've figured out what they like you put it in front of them you showed them reading is great but how do you get them to actually get into that book you have to be excited yourself and you model a book walk of how you're going to get hyped about the book okay so step one is i peruse the title so i recently did like james and the giant peach with my kids so i'll be like oh my gosh guys what are you noticing is happening right now you know in, in 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 this title like what are we reading in the title read the title a giant peach I've never heard of a giant peach how could a peach pop wait a minute and then we go into the second thing which is looking at the pictures do you guys see how big this peach is right now wait when why would a peach be that big and then I kind of get super excited so the first one is I look at the title and I start to notice things about the title and I, I notice my voice I'm being corny I know but I'm getting excited about the book myself and I'm having all kinds of questions because good readers are are noticing and questioning noticing and wondering and so then the second thing is that moved me very naturally into the picture once I noticed the peach, I noticed there were little insects on the, but the insects looked like they had a hat and a shoes. Wait a minute. I noticed insects. You just totally start noticing things in the picture. I notice insects don't wear shoes. Wait a minute. What could possibly be happening in this book that the insect has shoes and he has a hat? Do you, have you ever seen a bug with shoes and a hat? I'll ask my kids and we'll start giggling and laughing. Oh, no, no, no. We never see it. Wait, wait a minute. Let's look on the back of the book. Oh, no. There's this ugly lady here. She's scary. Or not when you use the word ugly, but like scary, you know. Um, this, and it turns out there's two aunts in the back of the book and they're both like super scary and mean and stuff. I'll be like, ooh, what is that making me think? Well, I know books usually have problems. Maybe this, this scary lady is going to do something with James or with the peach. I don't know. What are you guys thinking? And I get super excited right so you have to talk to them like this guys the third one is the author I get them to notice the author and trends with the author so Roald Dahl is a type of an author he always does things that are super funny or super he's he has a certain personality that goes throughout his books so if we've already read another Roald Dahl book we'll take a moment and go wait a minute let's think about what this this author does in his other book his other book he was silly he was kooky his characters were all over the top so I'm wondering if in this book they're going to be 
like over the top too. You know, and I start talking to them in that way. You can model this as young as four years old, guys. Honestly, I mean, I've even done it as young as three. They, you'd be, you'd be surprised. They might not pick up everything, but what they pick up, they pick up a lot. The second one is reading the blurb. Then we flip to the back of the book and we start reading the blurb. The blurb is basically a summary of the entire book. If you read the blurb, you basically can find the problem, usually not the solution, but the problem, know a lot about the characters, get tons of information. So you're gonna model how you extract that information and get really excited about the book. And I can't wait to open it. You have to build excitement with your energy. And the, the next one, the fifth one is you can open the table of contents if they have it or go through the chapter titles and you can get to know exactly what the book is about usually from that. Hey, this is called The Marvelous Medicine. What do you think this is going to be about? And this marvelous medicine is marvelous? What does marvelous mean? And then you go into all that, right? You could spend 20 or 30 minutes not even reading the book, just doing this if you want. And the last one is skimming through the book. You're going to show them how you skim. You just open the book you're not reading and you're just flipping through the pages and noticing things in the pictures and wondering and noticing and wondering and noticing and wondering and then you close the book and now it's almost like a movie preview you know when you get excited at the trailer it's like that now you're like you ready to read this book let's read this book and you get excited if they're not ready to read the book it's not the book for them guys you should pick something like I said on topics they're interested in usually this will get kids hyped and they will totally want to dive into that book right away and now just to go to the extra mile if they're super reluctant I will read the first page with them and get super excited again but this is a no fail I've done this so many times with children it gets them super excited for reading and it gets them to understand that reading can be fun and enjoyable so I have linked the um the book walk uh, paper below. Um, I put, I'm starting to build tons of resources for homeschooling. Some of them are totally free. Some of them have tiny uh, fees. But the most part is that I'm giving you things that I know are like the top caliber things that I use on a daily basis. I have used this on a daily basis that totally work. And by the way, my kids are huge readers. So I know it's working. So anyway, enjoy your day, guys. I hope that was helpful. Share this with a mom or a homeschooler that you think could benefit. And don't forget to catch me in my next podcast which will be a love podcast and I have an amazing story for you about a sister named Miriam and something she struggled with I'm going to tell your story her story next time I'll talk to you in the next one Assalamualaikum